Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and in this episode, we are reviewing Just Mercy, and of course, bringing you all the latest movie and trailer news. Let's get into it. Lee, we saw Just Mercy this week, which uh, originally came out in cinemas in mid to late January this (laughs) year. And we decided it was a really important film to bring a review on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Particularly because it's been offered to watch for free at the moment in light of um, all the important discussions that are happening around the world about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So this was a really important film for us to bring to you for obvious reasons, as, as mentioned. Can you give us a little spiel about uh, what it's about? Yeah, so Just Mercy is based on the true story of an idealistic young lawyer played by Michael B. Jordan, brilliantly, by the way. Um, And it's set in the 80s, and this lawyer takes on the cases of death row inmates in Alabama. Um, In particular, it focuses on Walter McMillan's case, who is played by Jamie Foxx. It's a case of uh, Walter was wrongly convicted of murdering a white teenager. Watching this movie just general made me really angry oh i was gonna say that i was absolutely i was uncomfortable and had a pit in the bottom of my stomach through the whole thing and Mm. i think that's important yes i mean there's been a lot of films like this in the past Mm -hmm. and we can go we can talk about it as a film and how effectively it it told the story Mm -hmm. but i guess more importantly is that it is a story that needs to be told and needs to be heard and we can never hear enough or see enough or educate ourselves enough on these sorts of stories and Obviously, sitting watching that movie this week had a lot more, like, power behind it. Mm. And it always should, but I think this film has a greater Mm. resonance, I think, in this current political, cultural climate Mm. with the Black Lives Matter movement. It was told in a very interesting way, and 
I think we can debate whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. There's nuances to it. But the opening scenes give you absolutely no background on the characters or their motivations. I think that was a very clever move because it puts viewers in a place of prejudice immediately. So you don't see the murder. You don't see much of this person's life. It's just immediately the police pulling him over and not caring whether he's the right guy or not. And yeah arresting him yeah basically and then throughout the movie that kind of prejudice is dismantled a little bit but i thought that was a very interesting choice yeah i mean my position on that is and i think that it was an ongoing issue with the film in general was that it lacked the in-depth insight into the characters yeah and why they were there uh, what their stories were and i think it lacked a lot of uh Mm. needed and required complexity and added context. However, when you put it like that, I can see now mm. how that was effective, I guess, in telling this story. Yeah, I think it was. it's a strong choice to make in the beginning to take viewers on this journey. And in terms of the murder, you never really see anything to do with the murder. Yeah. And I don't think you needed to with that because the murder is almost irrelevant as the evidence, you know what I mean? But to your point, the story is told in very broad brushstrokes, which I think worked against it a little bit. Yeah, because I look, it had a... I always talk about runtime of movies. It's just a thing with me. And I was never bored, which I think is really important when watching a movie, of Mm. course. Uh, I was engaged, but there were scenes that did drag out a little bit. And I Mm. thought, can you fill the gaps with this extra detail that I think would have really helped in understanding these characters a little bit more because I thought Jamie Foxx, who was affectionately known as Johnny D in the film, was phenomenal. Yes. I thought he was excellent. As was Michael Jordan. And the chemistry between the two of them was just effortless. They were great together. They were really good. I don't really agree with you about Michael B. Jordan, though. I thought that he... Like, the, the script and some of his obviously documented speeches, things that he said in court were in were very poignant, really mm. evocative and quite moving. I didn't see a performance that really gave life to some of those words. Oh, maybe so. maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but I just felt like um, he wasn't holding back because I certainly felt everything that he was trying to portray when he wasn't speaking. I just think there was just something, a little bit of added extra sauce there that was just lacking in his performance. I can't quite put my finger mm. on it, but... See, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think the performances were really complex and the actors really elevated the movie above, unfortunately, what it was because they were adding all these layers themselves and working really hard to give a nuanced performance Mm. and those layers just weren't supported in the storytelling, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that having read up on it, this this story, there's also a book based on the case Mm -hmm. and, and, and everything. Naturally, books do tend to have the platform to go into a little bit more yeah. detail and I think there were things with some of the other inmates that we didn't quite see their full impact on you know their story mm. and all of that it kind of they brought all these different characters in but you only really got to know them specifically in the end credits where they bring up the the text that says mm. this person in jail for this long and they did this mm-hmm. or like where they were freed and blah 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 and I think wow I would have liked to have them to have touched on some of those things in the film. I think that would have been important Mm. because it has compelled me though, to learn and understand more about this case and this story and more like it. Yeah. And I think that if there isn't already, it would be 
a fantastic documentary series, I think, because mm. you can appreciate how complex this time in history in this case mm. was, and I think that there's a lot to delve into and understand. It was directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, who actually is directing Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Mm. And it co-stars Brie Larson, Rob Morgan, and Rafe Spall. I want to talk about Brie Larson just a little bit. Sure. Um, almost as the token white character. Mm. I mean, her character is actually, in real life, very important. She was a pivotal part of starting this charitable foundation to help these inmates and people who don't have access to adequate legal advice. Mm. But as a character in this movie, she was quite forgettable. Really. But it's not her story and nor should, it, should yeah. it be. But there's just no background or context for her other than uh, maybe she's a half-hearted way in for a white audience, maybe? Yeah, I mean, you could unpick that a lot. Mm. Uh, and you're probably right to some extent. I thought she was good. I thought Brie Larson brings great, mm. great performances to the screen. But yeah, it was just another um, minor character who was under-resourced. But in, in the real story, she's not a minor character. She's yeah, right. quite pivotal. Yes. So I was disappointed to not see more of the motivation why she reached out to Brian Stevenson and mm. to start this organisation and also the pushback she would have gotten in the community, which they touched on like a tiny little bit and it was quite uncomfortable to watch. But, you know, she had a child and she had a family. Mm. And you're introduced to them right at the top of the film. And then never again. Yeah. She's kind of just someone in the shadows. Yeah. Kind of dipping in and out of, of, of the drama. I think they could have beefed up her role a little bit without taking away from the point of the yeah, story. Yeah, I agree. But to your uh, to your original point, it wasn't her film. No. But I agree that they probably could have, yeah, showcased her relevance a little to more. the story. Yeah. A little more, yeah. I agree with you. I think I've already touched on the fact that I felt it was a little bit drawn out, although mm. I was still engaged. I wanted more detail in the stories and the account of what happened. Mm. But you made a good point earlier about, you know, we we didn't need to see the murder. Uh, and I don't know, I guess, what that would have added uh, no. to the story. Pro nothing. No, because the point was that evidence is irrelevant in yes. the story, which is so infuriating. And that's, I think that's what this movie's done well, is that it makes you feel something. It makes you feel that anger and injustice really well. Oh, so yeah. that's what it's done well. Yeah. Can we talk about probably the most beautiful part in the film? And I say beautiful in a... You'll, it is the moment where uh, one of the inmates was um, killed mm -hmm. in the electric chair. Mm -hmm. And it was just excruciating mm -hmm. and so uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. But the way that they told that story, it was kind of the movie took a breath in the middle and it put you on an emotional roller coaster mm -hmm. for the rest because it riled you up. It mm -hmm. riled me up. I was so angry. I was so moved by that moment in the film and how absolutely devastating it was. And I think it was really beautifully directed and, and performed by all involved. Mm -hmm. It gave a lot of heart to the film that was very heartfelt so certainly felt the support of the community around this story mm -hmm. but i think that moment i don't know if you agree was quite incredible yeah mm. it, you really felt the devastation oh yeah so that was quite on yeah on mm. the money yeah how many popcorn kernels would you give just oh, you always ask me first um <laughs> look i i'm going to give it a three because i think it, it's a really important uh, story mm. and film to watch at the moment and always 
but particularly right now, I just feel like it lacked in it in how effectively it told the story. And I think there was a lot more that they could have lent into with characters and things mm. that had happened that would have just lifted it up, mm. in my opinion, to uh, maybe about a four. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, it was it was it was a good film. I'm going to give it a three and a half. I think the performances really elevated it, and as I said, it makes you feel something. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes you feel anger at the injustice. Mm. And I don't think you should shy away from that. That doesn't mean it's a depressing film or that it's you know going to be hard to watch. It is hard to watch. Yes, very much. But it should be hard to watch. Yes, because and- if it's not hard to watch, then. There's and, something wrong. And that makes it no less enjoyable. Yeah. Mm. So definitely watch this one. So, Lee, as you said, that's free to watch right now, correct? Yes. Warner Brothers have made it free to watch in support of Black Lives Matter. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's move into movie news now. We have a few Keanu Reeves uh, <laughs> things to talk about. So what's the first piece, Lee? So it's come out that Keanu Reeves may not be playing Neo in Matrix 4. We talked about him coming back for the new sequel that's being made. He may be playing a new hero or a new iteration of the one. Obviously, without giving too much away, Neo gave himself for the fate of mankind, I guess, yes. towards the end. Is that right? That, that's a very simplistic way of putting <laughs> yeah. it. There's three movies that yeah. will unpack that yeah. in more detail. But it does make sense because the character of the one had been reincarnated many times before it got to Neo. Yeah. So it makes sense that it may be reincarnated again in a different iteration and Keanu Reeves could be playing that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably where it's going to go, to be honest, mm. when you think about where the story can go. And I think Keanu has said that he, like, he thinks the script is really beautiful. And uh, so that's an interesting way of putting it. Mm-hmm. But the Lana Wachowski is a fantastic storyteller. Uh, so I'm really keen. But yeah, interesting piece of news. I'm keen to see how they unpack that. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, we also got the first trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is coming out in August. You should see the smile on your face. I'm so excited. Uh, They were once told they'd save the universe during a time-travelling adventure, the previous movies, but now the would-be rockers from San Dimas, California, find themselves as middle-aged dads and are still trying to crank out that hit that's going to save the world. Yeah, so we finally got a taste of what, the plot is, which mm-hmm. I think is really important. How do you feel? Like, do you think it's it's uh, enough to carry the film and bring us, invite us back into this world? Well, I'm just really excited to see it because I love those movies. I'm yeah. a child of that era. Mm. But uh, we were talking about it earlier and I was saying that Alex Winters has just slipped right back into that role perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I was saying Keanu Reeves felt a little bit like he wasn't quite there, but I'm really hoping that we'll see more of that goofiness and that fun when the movie comes out. Sure. I mean, th- this is the good and bad thing about teaser trailers because you kind of get a little taste yeah. and then you kind of maybe sometimes, I know I'm guilty, you're quick to judge something that it might be lacking. But yeah. It's kind of like, okay, we're, it's not the official trailer. It's not two and a half minutes long. It's like a minute or a minute 30. They're just setting up context, yeah. giving you a little flavor, taste of what to expect. So I hope for, for your sake, for the audience sake who love this franchise, that yeah. Keanu, you know, does come to the table with the more like bogus quirky stuff. Yeah. That, that and you can't take it. Love. And you can't take it so seriously. This is a fun movie. It's meant to be fun and silly. I yeah. hope they just really keep that vibe going. 
So, Mad Men Films are making five documentaries available to watch for free during June. Mm -hmm. So, they are to encourage people to watch these important films, learn from them, and discuss racial injustice, both local and international, with friends and family. Mm -hmm. And those five films, you can go to our Facebook page. We have published a a post which links you to these films. So, I'll just list them. Gurumul which is a portrait of one of Australia's most celebrated and important voices. And what's really great about how they've, how Mad Men have laid this out is they've also included, uh, please consider donating to Gumeral Foundation after watching this mm. film. And they, they kind of list that after they've published each, each movie. So if you are able, feel compelled to hopefully to donate to these mm. uh, causes that are part of the Black Lives Movement locally and, and internationally. There's also I'm Not Your Negro, the most important civil rights documentary of our time. The next one is Murundak, Songs of Freedom. And this is a journey into the heart of Aboriginal protest music following the Black Arm Band, a gathering of some of Australia's finest Indigenous musicians as they take to the road with their songs of resistance and freedom. And then there's West Wind, and this is an ancient knowledge, a way forward, a legacy shared. And then finally, the fifth film that Mad Men are making available for free this month is a film called Three and a Half Minutes, Ten Bullets. And it's a dissection of the shooting death of 17-year-old Jordan Davies by Michael Dunn in Jacksonville, Florida on Black Friday in 2012. So if you are, if you have some time this week, I think it should be appointment viewing to watch all or some of these really important mm-hmm. films. Moving on to musical movie news, there is a musical movie based on Lionel Richie's catalogue of hits in the works at Disney. Now, this sounds quite fun. Mm. They're envisioning like a musical, like Mamma Mia, rather than a biopic, uh, with a story built around his songs, and it's got the working title of All Night Long. Now, I don't know about you, but that song in particular, All Night Long, has... Uh, Certain connotations. Yeah, less less than Disney connotations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love to see Lionel's story more than just a jukebox musical, mm. but I'm still excited for this. Yeah. I've seen him perform live. I have too, And yeah. oh my God, he is amazing. He's quite the performer, definitely. Wow, just phenomenal. So his songs, yeah, let's bring them to life. I'm keen. Uh, this is a bit of surprising news. Christopher Nolan's Tenet has been pushed back by a couple of weeks. So the release date is now July 31 worldwide. Killing me. I know. We're so excited to get cinemas open. And this was meant to open the cinemas. Kick it off. I think it's been pushed back a little bit just because in America, um, not all cinemas will be open by the mid-July date that it had originally set Mm. so i think it's pushing it back just to really make sure that as many people can see it as possible yeah and i i agree with that i'm just greedy and i want it sooner (laughs) such now uh but look i think it it means that yeah more people can go see the film and how good is that more people can experience it together exactly and you know with a with a bang which will be awesome bring it on Well, that's it for this week's episode of popcorn podcast tim we reviewed just mercy which is an important movie to watch on racial injustice and the conversation around black lives matter make sure you see it yes and also this week check out that list of films that we recited that madman films have made available for free catch you next time thanks for listening
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. 